Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Hooper here, broadcasting live from Business Radio X studios here in Pensacola, Florida. And I am uh, surrounded by our studio table today with Bill Fitke. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> With Florida Pediatric Clinic and uh, the Child ID Program. And then I've got Scott Ford here from Frontier Motors. Branching out a little bit, man. I'm impressed. Right. So we good morning. We can to get the word out. That's it, man. Um, good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. Bill, tell me about your world. Oh, my world. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you can go as broad or as, as, as hollow down as you like. It's up to you. Well, we won't talk about my uh, run for state representative. Oh, yet. which uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but vote for Bill Fetke come there you go. November eighth or early voting. But no, uh, I am a co-owner of Florida Pediatric Clinic. I am not a doctor. I handle the business end of the clinic along with uh, my doctor. She handles the medical side. Uh, we deal any anyone from all the kids from birth until up until age sixteen. Uh, sometimes we go as high as eighteen years old. And we are full service there. We do the vaccinations. We do lab testing. Um, you know, if you need your flu shot, we have them in right now. And, uh, but this coming Friday's, uh, really big for us. We're partnering with Mark Linton with New York Life and we're doing a child ID program where we'll actually take the height, weight. We'll take a picture of your child, fingerprint your child. And it'll all go on a disc, hand it to you, and then it gets deleted off the computer immediately. Do you guys do the video piece to it? Do they do that as well? No, uh, they do not. It's okay. just strictly just the picture, and the, height, and weight, fingerprint. and fingerprinting. Okay. So, um, which is great, man. So I have two daughters, and when they were born, that was one of the first things I've done. We've mm-hmm. updated over the years. Obviously, nobody wants to ever go down that journey, but if you have to, it's nice to have that kind of it's, stuff. It's handy. a great thing to have handy, you know, because it, it's on the disc. So instead of you know your child gets kidnapped, something happens, your child's missing. You turn around instead of searching through an album to see if you have a most recent picture. All you have to do is grab that disc, hand it over to the police. They have it, and then away they go. Yeah, and they've got information. So this was. Um, when I first found out about it years ago, of course, my kids are so young. So they're 13, 10 and 13 going on like 16 and 21, right? That's how kids do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, back in the day, you grabbed the picture off the mantle, right? And, right. You, and the kids, they change so quick now. They change quick. And it's also, it's not on the mantle anymore. Well, that's true. It's on, it's on your phone. <laughs> it's on your phone. It's on a digital uh, electronic photo album that just keeps yeah. rotating. It might be stuck in your computer. Uh, how many people have had their computer crash and yeah. lost all their pictures? I know I have. <laughs> yeah, so, or your phone know. or any any of the multimedia sources that we have now. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's a lot easier than trying to download a picture off of Facebook, even. So tell me about um, tell me about the clinic. Who's the doctor that practices there? Oh, our doctor is Dr. Maria Elena Rodriguez. Uh, Phil- she's from the Philippines originally. She spent. 20 years up in upstate New York, and she's been down here six years now. We opened, no- actually, on November 1st, we'll mark our six-year anniversary. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, anniversary. congratulations. yeah so it's been uh, it's been fun. We've grown from scratch. We didn't have a, any patient base to start off with, and now we're one of the top pediatric clinics in the area. 
So ages all, all uh, the way up to yeah, 16? Yeah, 16. And we also have a physician assistant, Nellie Morales, and she's a Spanish-speaking. So we do have a very heavy uh, Spanish population that yeah. comes to us also. So I want to know how you got into the world of, of of what you do. Like, I mean, that's a... It's, first of all, it's a very complicated business, right? So yes. you picked like one of the most difficult <laughs> business models ever. And, and I'm on the gonna, opposite uh, side of the table. I'm going to yeah. jump in. the easiest business You got an ever. easy one? You just got to sell the cars, right? That's right. <laughs> well, um, it started, let's see. Well, I met my wife 11 years ago, 10 years ago. Ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, hope she, she's yeah. not listening till later. Right. Well, exactly. Sorry, we'll, we'll Photoshop that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, at the time, she was in the medical billing business. Uh, she had worked for Blue Cross for twenty years, mm-hmm. and she's been doing her own business for quite some time. And I was in the mortgage business, and you know, talk about a tough job. Mm-hmm. I went to the two toughest industries at the exact same time that they got tough. Um, I was smart. I saw what was happening. I got out of the mortgage business about a year before the crash. Mm-hmm. And I started learning the medical billing with my wife or at the time she, um, uh, she was just a fiance mm-hmm. and we just started, you know, we just clicked as far as the business aspect goes. And a lot of people say, how can you work with your spouse? It's so hard. Well, it's not hard when we're both working and we, right. ha- and right. we have one goal in mind. And it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, we fight like anyone else fights, but you know, we always come to that agreement. And at the end of our discussion, we find the path that we're going to take. Yeah. And it's very important that way. So we don't call ours fighting anymore. It's opportunities to discover new things about the other person. (laughs) (laughs) We just call it discussion. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. An acronym for that. You could market that. That's, that's key. I I could, I could go. Opportunities for finding new. And is now trademarked by the way. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) I'm writing it down right now. Um, Uh, but what we did was, uh, you know, it started off just doing medical billing and we opened up a few clinics for a couple of our doctors and, you know, it just seemed like, you know, it was a great, it was great to watch them grow. Yeah. And then we had the opportunity through one of our friends that their sister was wanted to move down here, but mm-hmm. she was a doctor, didn't want to work for a hospital, didn't want to start over with yeah. a brand new clinic. And, you know, especially after having established one in New York for 20 years. So we came up with this idea of, hey, why don't we do this? And, you know, through some negotiating and she's was all for it. And she's like, okay, let's try it. So, you know, she came down here the first two years, like any business, you know, you struggle and mm-hmm. you fight and, you know, we got, you know, a nice working relationship going. And like I said, now we're growing. We've added one nurse practitioner, uh, a physician assistant last year. We're adding another nurse practitioner this coming uh, February mm-hmm. and possibly another doctor, you know, by next summer. Yeah. So what makes a doctor really want to do their own thing? Cause you were saying she didn't want to work for a hospital. So, cause I, I can right. imagine, I, and I, I, my mother has been in the healthcare industry and I've been in the food service side prior to all this of the healthcare. So I understand the complications of sort of hanging your own roof, I guess, as they would put it. But well, yeah, I mean, anytime that you work for someone, you're, have to uh, submit to whatever they want. Right. You know, it, if you have an idea or you have a certain way that you want to do things, you know, it's like a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, some doctors, they don't believe in vaccinations, but you go work for a hospital or another medical group, you're forced to give them. So the only option for them would be, well, I have to be on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this doctor, you know, she does believe in the vaccinations, but, 
you know, when you work at a hospital, it turns at times into a sweatshop. Right. And, you know, it's all about numbers, numbers, numbers. And you're not taking care of the actual patient. Correct. Right. And that's the big down, that's the big negative of anyone working for someone is that you are expected to produce at a very high level mm-hmm. so that the boss or other people don't have to produce at mm-hmm. a high level. Uh, but when you're on, when you're your own boss and your paycheck is reliant on what, how hard you work, you tend to work a little bit harder. Sure. And you're a whole lot more motivated. Yeah. Careful, you're describing capitalism. <laughs> we weren't going to talk politics. <laughs> that one is okay. Yes. <laughs> that one is okay. So, um, you know, obviously, medical has got to be, I, I stay as far away from it as possible, especially, but I know I can't read my medical bill. Correct. So, t- tell us, like, how are you dealing with the other side of the changes? Because a lot of the people I've talked to are, we're on the recipient side, right? Mm-hmm. So our insurance has changed or things aren't, cool, but you're the guy that now has to do like 1 million new codes, right? Yeah. And actually, I love it. Uh, <laughs> of I mean, course you do. Well, well let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. I don't love it at the same time I love it because, first of all, we have a program that translates all the old codes to the new codes for mm-hmm. us. I do like the fact that these new codes are more specific. Sometimes they get a little bit too specific mm-hmm. and they're a little bit crazy. Um, and sometimes you have to have additional codes. It can't be something as simple as a shark bite on a, uh, on a surfboard. Right. It has to be you have an open wound on your lower right leg that's infected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's sec- this long and yeah. this big. And, yeah. yeah. And then you have your secondary code, which is your shark bite. Yeah. Um, you know, that was the, a big growing pain that we had to deal with. But overall, I like how specific it is, and it really helps the specialists when they receive our referrals to mm-hmm. them to know exactly what they're walking into to start off with. Because for a long time, it was just, oh, well, he broke his, uh, he has a torn ligament in his shoulder. And yeah. then you send over the specialist, specialist walks in and is like, hey, which shoulder? Right, right. <laughs> you know, so it kind of, the being it's more proactive approach i guess you could say now instead of being a reactive environment yeah. uh but as far as you know the coding is fine it's the insurance aspect of it that's a complete disaster um you know i have patients who don't have kids on insurance because they went through the obamacare you know um exchange mm-hmm. and they wanted to pay for their kids insurance but then the insurance you know comes back after you fill in all your information says no your kid has to be on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. The patient would be like, or the dad would be like, no, I want to pay for my right, insurance. Right. And the kid in Medicaid or Obamacare saying, no, you cannot pay for your right. own insurance. It, it's such a backwards world that we live in. And so now he's still fighting because he doesn't believe in the uh, Medicaid system. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to pay for it himself because he can't afford to. Sure. So, you know, so his kid doesn't have insurance right now because the system won't allow it to. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite of, what's of what they were trying to do. Right. And then just trying to explain to patients as far as, you know, their deductibles, their co-pays, everything has changed from what it was two years ago. And the patients are actually feeling a bigger growing pain than we are because now they are being held more accountable for their mm-hmm. own health. They're being held accountable to make sure their address is updated, their phone number is updated. Uh, starting... 2018, I believe it is, uh, the state of Florida will be making calls to all Medicaid patients. And if they can't reach them, they'll send out uh, a letter to them. Mm-hmm. If it gets returned mail, those people will lose their insurance temporarily. Mm-hmm. And, so you mean we got to be responsible adults? 
That is correct. And capitalism, I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go. That's, that's right. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. it's Venezuela. Opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but do you do you think in the long run, like with the coding? I mean, obviously, you're seeing some improvement in ability to distribute in and practice care, mm-hmm. right? And and actually deal with the the situation at hand. Correct. And I would think that the doctors are are getting more accurate when they walk into what they're walking into, right? Correct. So do you think over the long run, this will kind of streamline itself out and really get the kinks and stuff or? Well, what it's doing right now, it's weeding out the old and bringing in the new. Yeah. If you're not willing to a- adapt, basically they're forcing you out the door. Yeah. So in some of the older doctors, they refuse to use the electronic medical records. Um, you know, and that's a mandate. Mm-hmm. And right now Medicare is cutting those doctors payments uh, because they are not using the electronic medical records or they're not sending their prescriptions through electronic mm-hmm. means to the pharmacist. Um, and those are payments that keep getting cut more and more. Uh, on the Medicare side, it's more about quality over quantity at this right, point, right. And which Medicare seems to have it right. You know, the bad part is by the time they get to Medicare, it's almost too late sometimes. Right. And I'd like to see that more at a younger age where we able where we're getting paid preventative maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Preventative maintenance. Yeah. So when you hit 65, you don't have those problems and Medicare costs go down. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Bill, if people want to find out more about the pediatric clinic or the campaign or child ID, where do we send them? Well, for the campaign, you're, you could call, you could go to billfetke.com. That's B I L L F as in Frank E T as in Tom K as in kite E as in Edward.com. Um, as far as Florida Pediatric Clinic, you could call our office at 850-332-6788. We do have a semi-website up that mm-hmm. you could actually find out at least where we're located, and that is flpediatric.com. Eventually, I'll get around to building it. <laughs> we might be able to help you here when we get done. <laughs> uh, but you know, the, we, have, we do have that uh, child ID program set up for... This Friday from 11 to 3, our address is 945 West Michigan Avenue, Suite 10C. We are located inside the Heritage Oaks Office Complex, right next to the Bristol Park Basketball Courts on Michigan Avenue. And totally free. Doesn't cost totally the parents free. a thing. Not a thing. Takes like maybe five minutes at the most. At I mean, the very you got to get through line, but yep. once you're there, it's really quick. Yep. And every kid will get a piece of candy on the way out the door. There you go. <laughs> is the, uh, are the, are the pediatric clinic, are they taking new patients? Do you know? Yes. We always take new patients. Awesome. Uh, we take, I know that's always a struggle for parents. Sometimes. It is. And I mean, we average about three or four new patients every single day, uh, mostly because a lot nice. of the other clinics right now have stopped taking them. Yeah. Or restricted yeah. what they are willing to take. Sure, but we are our doors will always be open. See, it's because you got the high tech medical billing system. That's right. You, you better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, thanks for coming on, hang out with us for yep. a little bit. We're gonna find out. Uh, Scott's email is called the Talking Forward. Right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's hear about the Talking Forward. So Scott, tell me about your world. Well, I've I've been at Frontier Motors going into my fifteenth year, and uh, you can contact me uh, Twitter at the Talking Forward. And email the talking forward at frontiermotorsinc.com. Frontier Motors has been in business for 20 years now, helping folks uh, purchase vehicles primarily, but also in, in all the aspects of the car market. Yeah. What's going on with uh, the Takata airbag recall? What's going on with uh, all of the keys now that aren't keys anymore? Mm-hmm. And then what ha- happens? You know, how do you get that reprogrammed? Um, 
what's going on for, with the technical service bulletins mm-hmm. and, uh, and values of vehicles because there are a lot of sources out there that uh, you can go to, NADA, Edmonds, uh, Kelly Blue Book, mm-hmm. that can provide a value for your vehicle. It's, uh, it's a book value. I don't have anything against the book value. Account for all the crap you got in between your seats that you haven't cleaned out, right? <laughs> right. That, and and what's the market? You know, earlier before the show, we were talking about minivans. Yeah. And the market is very soft on minivans. The look isn't what people want. Mm-hmm. The the um, it, and primarily, I think that's the main motivating factor. Bill, you guys said that you love your van. Love it. And yeah, the inside out and driving it is has always been fun. Exactly. It's the yep. outside that doesn't look cool. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> right. And so the book doesn't care if, yeah. if the popular demand says, no, we're buying an SUV. I don't care how cheap the mm-hmm. minivan is. We're not driving one. Yeah. And so the book values hold up there on the minivan. So if you go and you say, look, I'm not paying a penny more than book value, you could be paying too much. Mm-hmm. And so- what you need is a kind of a friend in the automotive industry, and that's what Frontier Motors, Ivan Streckel and Jenny have started this mm-hmm. 20 years ago, and I've been with them 15 years now. We are not trying to just get into your pocket. Keith, sure. you've shopped with I us. I have bought two cars from you and, and uh, uh, family members. I think total we've bought like eight or nine cars from Frontier Motors. Thank you very much. For exactly that reason. It's um, we, it's easy to come yeah. down and shop with us. We have, uh, I was just telling you, we have 415 vehicles in inventory. Yep. We unlock all but the doors But you find it day. if I don't want it. I that's, mean, if, if it's not well, there, I think that's the biggest thing that we found. Exactly right. So you guys came in and it wasn't exactly what you wanted. And it's not my job to twist your arm mm-hmm. and try to convince you. You know, we don't have any gold watches that we swing in front of mm-hmm. you to hypnotize you. You know, it's not say yes to this right, one. Right, get a free it's, TV. Right, exactly. <laughs> And so that's what we do. If, if you have in mind a specific vehicle, then if it, if we happen to not have it, then we can find it. And mm-hmm. because we're selling 230 cars a month, I've got to replace those vehicles. And so I may as well replace it with one that I have a chance of buying. If you yeah. said, look, I want this car, but I don't want it to be white. I want a black one, mm-hmm. you know, with a black interior, or I want a black one with a tan power interior. everything. Or, right. Yeah. So if I don't happen to have that, then I'll make some notes. We have a form. This is not just, oh, by the way, I'll call you if we come across one of these. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give some explicit instructions to my buyers, and we're going to shop. And we use Mannheim Auto Auction. That's the largest auto auction on mm-hmm. the planet. And we shop at the lanes at Mannheim that are what we call a green light, meaning that there's no flood damage, no total loss accident, right. no frame damage, no you know, no problems like that. And we purchase these vehicles. They rate them at the auction on a condition scale of five. And so we buy the 4.5 out of five or better. And mm-hmm. there'll be an occasional, you know, 4.2 or something like that. But that's, it's our goal to have excellent quality vehicles mm-hmm. and be the alternative to the new car stores. So I got to tell you, and, and I'm going to share my experience because it was a good one. Thank you. Um, um, Keep the other ones to yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I came in and bought a, uh, I bought a Mitsubishi Montero. This was, wow, years ago. Yes, sir. Years ago. From from you, actually. Yeah. Right. And um, I got off the lot three days and there was no way we any one of us could have told because the, the Mitsubishi drove great and I loved it. It was SUV and I was literally in and out of, I was out of my old truck, which is about to die. 
into the new car in probably less than two hours, I think. It can go that is, fast. Oh yeah. my God, seriously. And that's the part right. I hate the most is waiting five hours yeah, yeah. for the paperwork Ridiculous. to come together. Right. But I got off the lot and three days later, the car just ate it. And what had happened was, was the seal on the head gasket had just busted. Now, again, no way that any of us could have seen it. And I don't know if you know Mitsubishi's very well, but they're all corkscrewed and sideways, right? Like the engine's in all. So in it, it, it's not just an easy fix. You literally had to drop everything out and all that. But, um, what honestly in most cases would have been my problem, you guys fixed. Yeah. Didn't charge me a dime. Let me drive a really cool Xterra. While I had the Mitsubishi <laughs> so much, I was like, dude, how much is the Xterra? <laughs> right. um, but in a couple couple days, it was fixed. Got it back. I had that car for probably six more years, I think. Yeah. Dogged nice. the crap out of it, too. Right. Man, it was a great car. Yeah. and uh, But honestly, one of the better and obviously probably one of the best experiences I've had with a car dealership, to be honest. So. Yeah, thank you. And that's the thing about Frontier Motors. Um, like I said before, we're not here to just dip into your pocket. If if there is a problem after the fact, you know, we're going into our 20th year, we're not going to say, you know, sorry, thanks for shopping with us. Yeah. Good luck. Right. It's uh, it's all right. What what can we do to help all the way from things like your experience where we took care of that? Because even though we didn't know, couldn't know that that was about to happen, mm-hmm. um, we're there after the sale. So we can guide you to a, a technician if you don't have one, if there are um, if there are issues. If there's something that goes wrong, we've, we've replaced a customer's battery. It was uh, over a year after they bought mm-hmm. the car. It's a battery. And it, yes, it's the, it's the driver's responsibility. You know, it's regular mm-hmm. maintenance stuff. But, um, what we want to let people know is that we're here to help you before the sale. If you're not buying anything, if many of my customers, call me first because they're going to shop one of the new car stores Mm -hmm. because the traditional used car market is, uh, is not very well liked. Sure. Um, Congress, you uh, got a bad state representatives. (laughs) (laughs) Some of you guys are like, we're right there. I'm not there yet. Not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Guilty by association. Exactly. (laughs) Right. So, um, we don't have the best reputation on the whole and it's, uh, it's part of, the way that people in the past decided that they had to make money, you know, yeah. the way to make money is to keep your customer in the dark about what's going on mm-hmm. and to say, okay, well, what if I could do that? You know, to what, what about this? And, oh, you know, and, and did they do this kind of four square thing on the page where what's most important to you right. your down payment or the monthly payment or the, and we're like, look, we, we have 415 cars for you to choose from. If we don't have one that you like, we'll go find it. We're in business to make a profit, which we don't think is a bad word. We're just not there to rip you off. You know, you kept your vehicle a long time. Mm -hmm. Some of my customers will have three or four vehicles in a three or four year period of time. That's my mom. She's like every every year and a half. She's like, new car. (laughs) About every two years I I go through it. And so, and and you can do that with us because uh, Dave Ramsey came out and said that the uh, April edition last year of Consumer Reports magazine said the average depreciation on a brand new car is uh it's like three grand th- or something well it's, it's 30 huge. it's 30 yeah it can be on the average selling price it can be nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars from the second you pull We're, off the lot it's, right it's over yeah and uh um we used to say at frontier motors you know everybody drives a used car it doesn't matter if it's yeah. 20 seconds used mm-hmm. or 20 yeah. years you it's used right and so that depreciation has happened and so if you if you're in the market for every year and a half or every two years or every four years 
come and see me and let somebody else have taken that depreciation. Yeah. Of course, yeah. The, you know, cars you still depreciate, it, right? Yeah. Exactly. So when you buy a used car, it doesn't mean that 20 seconds after you bought it, it's still worth the mm-hmm. same because there's some dealership profit. There's some sales taxes. There are other fees that are charged by the state that all go into that purchase price. Sure. And so we, we want to give you all of that information up front. So I, I want go ahead. I was going to say, <clears throat> I drive past his place every single day, twice You're a day. You're right down the road, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, every I, I turn off W Street. I'm driving right past your place. Every, You're already shopping for the new car, right? Yeah. Every single like, day. What's he going to put up over the, <laughs> over, what's he going to put up over the bison next week, right? <laughs> every single day we're driving down uh, Brent and my wife's looking and she's like, oh, I like that one. I, like, I mean, I just love the variety that you have. Well, I mean, you. I've yeah. seen Mercedes. I've seen uh, Corvettes. Uh, an RV. We, we looked at an RV. Yeah. You had an RV there that we really we, yeah, liked. We did, yeah. I mean, I could totally picture you driving an RV, dude. Well, it wasn't a big one, like the National Lampoon right, style. The, yeah, clinic, no, no way. clinic in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> well, this one was like an oversized ambulance-looking thing. Oh, which, awesome! Right. Yeah, yeah. So I could, I could handle that because it's more like uh, driving a moving truck or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, but yeah, no, no la- national lampoon style. No, no, way. no, no Chevy Chase. But I did stay at the hotel that they filmed it at. Out you did Cal- out in California. Well, that's by, pretty cool. By cool. accident. Oh, really? Didn't yeah. No. I uh, well, what, is it like a plaque on the wall that like you're everywhere. like, oh look, I am here everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was weird because I I walked in. And I'm looking at the pool area going, man, this looks really, really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Christy Brinkley to uh, go swimming. <laughs> oh, yeah. I went to that spot, jumped yeah. in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> so I want to know when Scott Ford goes to buy a car, what goes through your mind? Because you live in this world, right? I do. And to me, it's uh, it's very fortunate for me to live in this era of car manufacturing. You know, the the uh, the current thinking is that inflation is not happening. Mm-hmm. So it has to it's, happen. <laughs> it's, it's, it is it is happening because cars now, if you look at the, a brand new pickup truck, which I never thought you could ever possibly say this, but a brand new half ton pickup truck with the right equipment is mid sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. That's more than my first house. I think my biggest shock when I I, I love Jeeps and that's yeah. that's oh the, the Wranglers, next one, dude. And yeah, and the so, Saharas. And I mean, they're upper fifties, fully loaded, right? And it's so crazy. the good thing about the automotive industry is that there are actually been some substantial changes to justify that pricing increase. You know, I mean, the Snickers bar when I was in school that was a nickel, <laughs> and now it's a dollar ten. Yep, it's the same. It's Snickers the same bar. Snickers bar, right? The, yeah. I mean, it's delicious, but it's the same one. There's yeah. nothing new about that Snickers bar. Right. Well, in the automotive industry, the safety uh, features that are inva- available now, the convenience features, the backup cameras, the backup sensors, mm-hmm. the GPS navigation, oh, the auto screens, drive, all that kind this, of stuff. Right? right. Right. Exactly. And so those changes that have been made throughout the auto industry and the general quality improvement that has happened you know used to be in a domestic vehicle if you got that thing to seventy five thousand miles it was time to push it over mm-hmm. the cliff and make a reef out of it because mm-hmm. it was about to fail sure and so now we're seeing more and more vehicles even in the domestic lineup that are 150 180 over mm-hmm. 200,000 miles and in rare but not unheard of cases we're going 300,000 miles yes yeah. So I have a Chrysler 2013 and, and I did a lot of traveling with the previous two doing all this radio stuff and entrepreneurism. Yeah. But 
It's got 107,000 miles on it, right? Right, and a Chrysler. No, guess what? Guess was, what? It's got 107,000 more, man. I mean, yeah. I've taken care of it. I've changed yeah. the oil. I haven't even had to deal with the brakes yet. That's how good it's wow. been. Wow. Right. Yeah, it's been nice. nice. And so Tires are about the only thing I've had to worry about. And those are the changes that make this era in the car buying process so much nicer. Now, right. the brand new cars are extremely expensive. And I still have customers who shop. They, they come to me and say, here, I'm going to buy a brand new one. I know some of yours have 3,000 miles on them. I'm going to buy a brand new one. Mm-hmm. What's my vehicle worth? Because the perception is that they would sometimes at the new car stores try to devalue mm-hmm. the trade-in um, pricing. Sure. And so if you if you have that question, if you're thinking I'm going to go buy a brand new one or I'm going to buy Uncle Billy's down the road and I need to get out of mine, then you email me, the talking forward at frontiermotorsinc.com and uh, I can get you a value on the vehicle. Of course, mm-hmm. it's, that would be a book value if we do it over the phone or online. It would be better if I could take 15 or 20 minutes of your time and make an appraisal. Yeah. And I'll let you know that. It's not something that we charge for. We'll give you a value on a vehicle. And uh, this has happened a lot in Florida. We've had some storms. We've had some flooding, sure. you know, trees down and cars underwater. Okay, what would the insurance company be um, responsible for and how much should I get for my vehicle? Here's, yeah. here's the condition it was in. Here's the miles. So we can go through all of that, and we've actually um, gone to court with insurance companies who were trying to undervalue their clients' vehicles. And so that's one of the services that we offer as well. Here, this is the value. Mm-hmm. If they say, you know, it's $800 less, well, you know, that you can sort of see to you how much um, that is worth, mm-hmm. how much your time is worth. Or it comes in at $2,500 less than what we've established the value at. Now you've got some talking to do. Yeah. And so since in Florida you get a sales tax credit for a trade-in, if they value your car $2,500 less, there's there's 6% of that that you're sure. losing as well. Yeah. And so come by and see us or email the talking forward at frontiermotorsinc.com. We're happy to answer all those questions. So and one other thing too, I noticed that, first of all, that's a really good service because if you get an insurance adjuster, even to come later, first of all, you got to deal with all that, but then they get a cut too. And yeah. here you guys are doing it no charge exactly right yeah that's a great service it really is yeah so the other thing i noticed about and this is what i always i get the warm and fuzzy with frontier because you guys have been here for so long but you're so entrenched in our community yeah and not just on the billboards and in in the advertising but like literally doing stuff because you have families here you raise your kids here like you, I don't know. It just feels, it feels different. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't feel like the guy screaming at me Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday. Everything must go. <laughs> right. It's like, I know Scott. I can hang out with Scott. We can have a beer together. The kids play salt, you know? So you guys have that really good community family feel. So, um, with all that being said, do you guys have anything coming up that you're, that you are you into? You know, this is something that's a, that is, um, cool about Frontier Motors. We are involved in the community. Um, we go down to the baseball games. Um, Ivan and Jenny has have uh, season tickets, and so we get to go. Um, they, uh, we're here all the time. One of the things that I'm doing right now is um, there's a uh, – <laughs> of course, I should have written it down. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> we'll come back around to that. But uh, one of the, some of the stuff that, we, that we're always involved in is um, the uh, ARC Gateway. Mm-hmm. Um, they purchase their vehicles from us. Uh, Monroe Watley is one of our new sales managers. And, uh, he's very active in those communities. Um, he's been on the boards and, uh, and so when people come in, you know, you can see our signs at the baseball games. My customers have mm-hmm. come in you see and our little sponsored league teams signs. Too. You got all those up. <laughs> little league teams and we're, and we're actually there. So we go to the game. It's, and, and like you said, it's not just the billboard. Right. Um, 
we're actually in the community. And one of the things I love about this community and Frontier Motors is that when I go out to dinner or something like, if I see one of my customers, mm-hmm. I don't have to duck. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, oh, that guy, he, he yeah. you know, I mean, so when, when I see my customers, they say, hey, that's Scott Ward, you know, he, we bought our car from, and that's kind of what it's like. It's, uh, it's really nice. It's, it's kind of a family. Yeah. People are glad that they've shopped with us and we get people to call. In fact, uh, I've got a customer who's, um, stationed overseas now who's, uh, shopping with me for when they come back in. Sure. So they're going to have a vehicle. And so they're, they're saying, okay, well, so what are the prices and what does this mean? And, and how is that affecting the values and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff? So we would love to sell a car today, but that's not our primary purpose. Yeah. It, it's, it's to sell the car. We want another Frontier Motor sticker driving down the road with another happy customer in it, somebody who feels comfortable recommending mm-hmm. us and coming back to shop with us. It's like the things you need, like, like, and that are always hard to trust because so many people have burned before. You need a good doctor, right? Yeah. You need a good, uh, mechanic, right? right? You need a good car guy. Yeah. Sometimes those are one and the same. You need a good, now these days, you need a good IT dude. You right. need, you, you need a speed dial. One. Hey, it's, my computer crashed guy, right? right? Right. So it's like, those are, you guys are now, in, you're in the category of like base, uh, web of, of separation, right? Like mm-hmm. I need these seven people to help function throughout right. the world right. and not yep. get ripped off and, and robbed. So yeah, exactly. Well, you guys get my call. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that. You know, um, Dave Ramsey has a tagline that the, uh, paid off, uh, home mortgage is the status symbol of choice. Um, and we think it's the car yeah. that's become the status symbol of there choice. There you go. There you and go. So, there you go. Yep. Well, let's give them contact information and websites and all yeah, that good sure. stuff. Um, it's uh, all those W's and FrontierMotorsInc.com, FrontierMotorsInc.com. Email the Talking Ford at FrontierMotorsInc.com. Twitter at the Talking Ford. Um, there's some Instagram and some other social media stuff that's <laughs> so uh, hard if to keep you, up with if, it. Right. <laughs> so if you're uh, up to speed on that and you think I should be there, message me. <laughs> get, get in touch with me and we'll do some training because I don't know all of that stuff, but uh, I know that there's a, there's a lot of ways to reach us or, you know, just drop by. Just come by, right? Just come so by and see look. some of the 415 Drive. vehicles, sit in them, smell them. This is one of the things that you can't do on the internet. You know, you can shop online and you can get a lot of information on the internet. Smell that car. Yep. And um, you can't see how many Cheetos were left in the middle of the yeah, seat. Exactly right. <laughs> so, so come down and see us and, and our staff uh, that keeps the vehicles clean does a great job. One of the comments that we always get in the post-sale interviews that we do is that uh, our inventory was just super clean. Yeah. It was just easy to shop yeah. with us. Well, the used car feels new because, right. it's, because it's detailed and done right. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I want to thank both of you gentlemen for hanging out with me today. Mm-hmm. Certainly makes my Tuesday afternoon <laughs> go by a little bit better. <laughs> right. So, guys, you can find us at P. Cola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at P. Cola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com. Again, thank you, gentlemen, for coming in today. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Thank you very much.